You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, December 1st. Wow, we're already in December. Holy cow. I don't know whether to be happy or scared by how fast time has gone, but then also time time doesn't exist anymore. Sometimes it's like slow, and I still feel like we're in March, and other times I'm like, oh my god, how did we already get to December? It's very weird, very weird. Time doesn't exist anymore. Uh, anyways, <laughs> guys, my name is Javier Reyes, your host of this year Lockdown Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O, and if you feel so inclined, please hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, or concerns that you might have, and I'll do my very best to answer them and maybe even even answer them here on the show. You can also check out the Gmail, which is LockdownPirates at gmail.com. And today's episode, guys, as promised, as prophesized, uh, is my big old conversation with special guest Nick Stellini, who I'm going to introduce in a little bit, obviously, when I start with my conversation with him. Really fun. We talk. It's a huge, big old free agency talk. And you know me, I love having guests on to give their thoughts on free agency because, honestly, that's all there is to do right now. It's not like we're getting a ton of news for baseball, but uh, multi-part conversation, guys. Here's part one. I really think you're going to enjoy it, so here we go. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm being joined by a special guest. You might know him from a number of places. Uh, his coverage on The Athletic of the Yankees he did a while back. Uh, I assume some many nerdy, but just absolutely wonderful things on baseball prospectus, uh, fan graphs to NBC Sports. Where I actually saw he once lightly, uh, incorrectly, honestly, suggested uh, Fernando Tatis, the young god, may end up becoming the the next best player in baseball eventually when Mike Trout becomes mortal. And also, perhaps most importantly, most impressively, his Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalism into whether George Costanza would have made it in the big leagues. Uh, that's a long intro, but basically it's a because it's, it's a very special guest. Uh, I'm being joined by Mr. Nick Stellini. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. We're, it's funny that we're going to be talking about uh, MLB free agency on this pod with, uh, as of right now, we're recording this. It's about an hour until NBA free agency starts. So, uh, you know, this that's just how things go and break down sometimes. But, Nick, first of all, I wanted to ask you, like, you know, with that, especially with that George Costanza idea, where do you come up with ideas on that? My sick, twisted brain, honestly. Um, it's funny. I've always found idea generation to actually be something that's a bit tough for me sometimes. Um, especially, uh, like, like what I wrote the Costanza thing, um, and some of the other weird stuff I wrote at, at, at Harbaugh talk before, um, everybody, everything got shut down was that was right before, uh, right before, I think, I think the Costanza thing was immediately after, uh, spring training started getting shut down with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still, I was still on staff and we still need to pump out content. So I was like, Oh God, Oh God, what am I going to write? Like the well was already starting to run dry because it was at that weird part of spring training where everything's pretty much decided all the cuts have been made or anything. It's a matter of like the last mm-hmm. couple of guys making the roster and everything. And you've been doing it for like two months at that point, And you're just sick as hell of writing about spring training. You want to write about actual baseball and then the, the apocalypse hit. And so I was like, crap. <laughs> um, so that was a fun few weeks before everything really went to hell. And, um, I got cut and then the site shut down eventually. Um, but yeah, like, like 
I had like a couple things in my back pocket. Like I had like a like my notes app. I was just like like things I'd write down for a rainy uh, the day. Notes app. Pop, Classic, yeah. When, like things I'd write down for a rainy day, whatever pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Um and the Costanza thing was something I'd been thinking about for a little while. So I finally sat down and wrote it. Yeah, and, and look, I've you know, as someone who doesn't I haven't watched Seinfeld, I know boo, whatever. Uh I'm looking forward to when it drops on Netflix in 2021. And also just is it bad? Is it deranged of me in any ways that I use the notes app too, but I use Twitter drafts to put my ideas because I'm on Twitter so much. That that is a um, dangerous game, sir. Yeah, I know. I'm I have like nightmares of just one day tweeting out like this just cliff note type thing of like idea, connect this to that. And I'm like, oh no, this is terrible. Uh but anyway. Um, with that all being aside and stuff, uh, I wanted to turn you out to talk about free agency because the only other thing to really talk about now, because baseball, unfortunately, is a little bit slow with things. But I want to talk about, you know, some of our expectations and some of our maybe predictions for the offseason and what have you, because, you know, while it's probably going to take a while for certain things to develop, it still should be an interesting offseason, both. In some bad ways, honestly, with labor disputes and in some interesting ways with guys like George Springer, JT Real Muto, and guys that are uh, free agents like that. So uh, if you would like to start off, since you are the guest, if you'd like, uh, just any kind of initial impressions, uh, predictions that you have for the free agency this offseason. Yeah. So like you said, it's going to be interesting and a little weird. Um, It's not the strongest class we've had in a while. Um, I mean, yeah, George Springer, JT Real Muto, uh, Trevor Bauer, those guys are good good players um but it's it's not the 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 strongest thing we the strongest group we've seen in a long time so between that and the extracurricular labor crap that's going to happen the yeah. owners being cheapskates yep. um I mean, there were definitely real financial losses that happened as a result of the pandemic and cutting the schedule down and not being able to have fans on the dance for the most part i totally get that but also baseball is so stupidly flush with cash. These are a bunch of billionaires we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're they're gonna nickel and dime their way into saying, "Oh, oh no, we're poor." Um, I'm like, I'm supposed to believe that, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf is all of a sudden poor. Um, but yeah, uh, so it, it's gonna be that kind of off season. Um, it's gonna be interesting because it's gonna be a matter of who's willing to spend and who isn't. Um, who's willing to like? There's spending and there's spending. Um, like I, I think I don't even, like there's all the talk about you know Steve Cohen's not the mm-hmm. owner of the Mets and he is yeah. a sub, super gazillionaire billionaire whose businesses were was by and large not impacted by COVID because he's a hedge fund he's a hedge fund manager and as all of us were dying and losing our jobs Wall Street went through the roof um, so he's <laughs> fine um, so no lies uh, detected sir <laughs> yeah um, so a lot of Mets fans are having it in their head that they're expecting him to go out and sign literally everybody uh, that's going to happen I, I expect him to be. 190, 200, where the payroll is all said and done, if that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's he's a big factor in all this. Um, it, it, like I said, it's really a matter of how, how much people are willing to spend and, and where that spending goes. I think you're going to see a lot of guys get one or two year deals, and you're going to see some guys who normally wouldn't get that sort of money, and you're going to raise your eyebrows a little bit, but that's going to be how it goes, unfortunately. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna get weird. It's gonna get very yeah. weird. It's going to get weird. I would say, especially because, yeah, I'd love to talk about Steve Cohen for just a second. This isn't an original thought, but it really is impressive how much the Mets fans and you could say some media are just buying into the Steve Cohen, like him taking over and being like, we want to win. It's kind of amazing. Like I said, not an original thought uh, that like that's all he had to say to like get people excited. And it kind of shows you 
you know, how little sub odors do in sports. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think baseball has the worst ones. I think probably football does, but uh, you know, Dolan for the, the, uh, the Knicks. It's amazing that all that dude like would have to do is be like, you know what guys, we're in, we're in tough situation right now, but I'm wearing here for a long term. We're going to win. I'm, I'm ready to side everybody. And his approval rating would go up for a little bit, but he don't, he won't even do that much. It's amazing how little I think anyway, that owners are willing to do it and concede uh, oftentimes and has actually made me think differently about my baseball where it used to be when I was younger, where I was like, I hate these teams that are spending 400, $800 million on a payroll. And nowadays I'm like, Look, yeah, it's just from a baseball perspective, I'll root for the underdog, I guess. But it's also like on the other side, it's like, well, they're paying people. And there are a lot of teams that you think like the Cleveland Indians are a great example right now where they aren't going to want to pay for Francisco Lindor. Yeah, th- there you go. There's a tradition. Also um, <laughs> um, they don't want to pay for Francisco Lindor. Red Sox with Mookie Betts. And Lindor is someone obviously that's going to be interesting this offseason, all but guaranteed to be traded at this point. And it's my advice for people is don't be don't be convinced that any of these teams can't afford free units. I'm not saying that like every team has to have nine year, three hundred million dollar uh, guys in all of their lineup, but don't be convinced that Cleveland can't afford Francisco Lindor. They definitely could if they wanted to, and especially the Red Sox for Mookie Betts. So um, that's definitely a good point. I'm really excited to see how the Mets thing pans out, and that's kind of one of my one predictions. I think that they're going to get at least one kind of guy out of the top bunch i really do it feels like i'm thinking george springer for them um i think that they're going to aim high on that one i don't think he's the best outfield prospect in free agency we've had in a while i think this is this reminds me i don't remember what year it was if you remember this this reminds me the year that i think jacoby ellsbury was like the top offensive player they were just like oh no immediately after the side they thought it was a bad idea i think springer's not on that level but i think this this offseason reminds me of that where there's going to be teams spending a lot just because it happens to be that they get a top guy and i think cohen heading into this they already bring back marcus stroman on the qualifying offer he accepted that which surprised me a little bit i don't know about you um and i think that he's going to go for springer and maybe leave it at that and just be like hey we got ourselves the best they'll frame it as they got themselves the best free agent on the market what do you think so as far as the Mets go, I, I definitely agree that I think that, that they wind up with Springer. Um, I don't think they go for both Real Minto and Springer. I see them signing mm-hmm. James McCann for the catching position because they definitely help yeah. a catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I think that's a more of a James McCann kind of situation. Whether or not that's the right move is something else entirely. I don't know how much I, how confident I feel about McCann going forward. Um, came out of nowhere with the White Sox a couple of years ago. Definitely can hit. Um, mm-hmm. But and again, that's another one of those situations where we really need to know whether or not the DH is going to be the National League next year. That also matters. Yes, like Nelson Nelson Cruz came out and said he's not going to sign until he knows if there's a DH in the National League, because Mm -hmm. which makes total sense because he's a total DH at this point and he's an incredibly valuable player as a DH. Mm -hmm. So why would he limit his market to just 15 teams if there's going to be potentially 30 teams? I could definitely see like a team Mm -hmm. like the Nats, for example, go out and say, okay, we got a DH, we're going to go sign Nelson Cruz, um, which would be a wonderful fit for that team. so I think that they wind up with Springer, McCann, um, Bauer. I don't know about, frankly, if I'm a New York team, I don't know if I want any part of Trevor Bauer. I don't know if I'm any team, frankly, I want any part of Trevor <laughs> Bauer, but I'm not, you're not really supposed to say that, <laughs> but. And cut everybody that about does it for part one of my discussion with Nick Stellini, uh, our free agency and Jill. I don't know what I guess he would call it. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it though. And, um, 
We just alluded to it at the end there. We're going to be talking about Trevor Bauer in the next part. Really fun uh, Trevor Bauer discussion, I think. And a lot of other stuff. We get into some more predictions. We even get into the Marlins at some point. We get a little bit more into the Mets. The Reds get brought up at some point. And a bunch of other free agency stuff. And, uh, go. you know, this is a lot of the, the owners type of relations. Uh, labor disputes this, this part one. But uh, still, definitely a lot of more fun stuff uh, to come, guys, for sure. So be tuned. For, stay tuned for that. And also, I recommend you guys checking out Lockdown MLB, which is hosted by my man Sully, part of the Lockdown on podcast network obviously uh he's great he's like if you just got a stand-up comedian to do baseball talk now i mean sully could literally talk about baseball for just an ungodly amount of hours i remember just like thinking back like when i traveled down to a friend of mine's uh like to visit him at college in Massachusetts and I had to keep my friend awake. I didn't have to, but like one of the things is I talked like literally the entire three hours about stuff. It's almost like that's how Sully would be, basically. I imagine he has that skill set, except it's only by baseball, which is ten thousand times more impressive than my skill set of being just saying nonsense for three hours because he's very focused on it. So definitely check that out if you're wondering, you know, maybe you just want some more free agency talk and whatnot. And I know this is a long outro, but you know what I mean? But uh, a little bit short of an episode, so that's why it's a long outro. Um, definitely go check out Lockdown MLB. And also for just future references, I just, I guess I'll just tease that right now a little bit uh definitely planning on still i alluded to a few uh, episodes ago going to be doing a like top 20 uh seasons of the padres their 2020 season because it's 2020 get it 20 and then 2020 uh gonna be doing that in the future after this still anything uh, and whatnot unless some news comes out unless there's some other type of idea that comes out in between but don't worry definitely gonna be doing that as kind of an end of year sort of thing that you guys can look forward to and i think you'll really enjoy it but yeah, that about does it for the super long outro, and that about does it for today's edition of the Locked Out Padres podcast, guys. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast. Overcast app, really good app. I recommend it. Uh, go check that out. Just search it up in the search bar, whatever uh, podcast app you use, and I guarantee you'll find the podcast. And while you're at it, go on Apple Podcasts and send me some five-star reviews if you don't mind. would really greatly appreciate that. Follow the show or myself on Twitter. That's at LO underscore Padres or at Javapeno. And until next time, stay safe and of course, stay faithful. My Friar Faithful homies, take care.